Uh, as we're doing that, Professor Mark Brighton's going to come up and uh, has our message for us today in just a moment. Uh, but we're going to start with a, a psalm. This is Psalm 71. In you, O Lord, do I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness, deliver me and rescue me. Incline your ear to me and save me. Be to me a rock of refuge to which I may continually come. You have given the command to save me, for you are my rock and my fortress. Rescue me, O my God, from the hand of the wicked, from the grasp of the unjust and cruel man. For you, O Lord, are my hope, my trust, O Lord, from my youth. Upon you I have leaned from before my birth. You are he who took me from my mother's womb. My praise is continually of you. I have been as a potent to many, but you are my strong refuge. My mouth is filled with your praise and with your glory all the day. Do not cast me off in the time of old age. Forsake me not when my strength is spent. For my enemies speak concerning me. Those who watch for my life consult together and say, God has forsaken him. Pursue and seize him, for there is none to deliver him. We'll continue with our message with Dr. Brighton. You have here a theme that I want to present for us this morning. The last few verses. My enemies speak concerning me. Those who watch for my life consult together and say, God has forsaken him. Pursue and seize him, for there is none to deliver him. And from Psalm 23, 6, Surely goodness and mercy shall pursue me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I'm a runner, and so I run very often on Bobcat Trail. That's just right down there below the college. And every time I do, I pass a sign, and the sign says this. This is a trailhead. This is a wilderness area characterized by certain inherent dangers. These dangers include mountain lions, rattlesnakes, poison. Wait, wait, mountain lions? <laughs> I have never seen a mountain lion on Bobcat Trail. The most I've ever seen is something like this, a pack of coyotes. And although the first time I came on a pack of coyotes, it made me a little uncertain, but I quickly realized they really weren't interested in a skinny old preacher running around. They were much more interested in the rabbits that they had there. And so when I see a coyote, I don't get too nervous because they haven't chased me down, at least not yet. But if I were to come on one of these, I'm not sure what I would do. Actually, there is a really helpful website which tells you what you should do in cases like this. And they say it's from the Mountain Lion Foundation. They say, what you do when you encounter a mountain lion? This is good to know, I suppose. Make yourself appear as large as possible. <laughs> Pick up your children, leash your pets, open your jacket, or wave your arms. I can do that. <laughs> no? This probably invites mountain lion ridicule, huh? <laughs> Make noise. Help! Help! I can do that. Make any loud sound. Speak firmly and loudly to disrupt and just, you don't want to eat me, you don't want to eat me. 
Act like a predator yourself. Maintain eye contact. No? More mountain lion ridicule. Never bend down. Aggressively raise your arms. Okay, now we're doing this. No, okay. Create distance. I can do this. Don't turn your back. Oh. Okay, mountain lion ridicule. What would you do if you came upon a mountain lion? An encounter with a predator might seem unlikely to you and me, but several verses in Psalm 71 use the image as a metaphor to, be, to describe being stalked by the enemies of life. There we read that these enemies pursue us, but the Hebrew verb describes how a lion pursues a gazelle. Stock might be a better translation. Well, who are these enemies? In a lighter moment, you might think it's your flaky roommate, your unreasonable and demanding professor, perhaps, or your tyrant boss. We can all think of irritants in our life, and they, we imagine they are out to get us and to take us down. And I don't want to minimize the significance of these, but the psalmist has far more dangerous and implacable enemies in mind. People who will use and destroy you for their own pleasure. Those who would crush and break you because after all, to them, you don't have any significance. Those who will make it their sole delight to hunt you down relentlessly, and to destroy your confidence, to steal your hope, to stifle your joy, and yes, to take away all reasons for living. Finally, to take your very life. You and I live in a predatory environment. The Bible attributes this first and foremost to our broken relationship with God. And we therefore find ourselves struggling for survival in this brokenness, searching for safety, for peace, for rest, and only finding a world full of predators who hunt us down to destroy us. In your life, it might have been a person a family member, someone you thought was a friend, a co-worker. Or for you, maybe life itself has become implacable, a death, a debilitating disease, a tragedy has hunted you down. Finally, sooner or later, we also find that we become our own worst enemies, our addictions, our base desires, our radical self-centeredness kills us and much that we hold dear. And finally, we may wonder if God himself is out to get us. Life becomes a burden, struggling along a dark road, walking into a dark 
and hopeless future. Why does the psalmist want us to face such a hopeless situation? Well, for one thing, it does no good to pretend that these enemies don't exist. And furthermore, all the arm-waving in the world doesn't make them turn aside. We need to find someone who is stronger than our enemies, who can defeat them, who will never abandon us. And that mighty warrior is the exalted Son of Man, Christ the Lord. He has assured us of his constant love by giving everything, even his life on the cross. God is not your enemy. He is not out to make you suffer. He is rather relentless in his desire to heal you, to give you strength, to mend your spirit, to recreate your life. We see this in the second verse before us from Psalm 23. You have it up here. Long ago, a shepherd boy wrote these words. In reflecting on how he was responsible for taking care of his sheep from predators, he considered how God, in a greater way, would always protect him from his enemies. And this same verb, pursue, which is more accurately translated as stalk, is found here as well. Surely goodness and mercy will stalk me all the days of my life. The shepherd boy sang a song for you and for me about God's relentless love. The lyrics might be put this way. Yes, I am being hunted down, but not by my enemies. God is rather hunting me down with his goodness and mercy. And here's the point I want to leave you with this morning. The enemies of life are real. But Christ is greater than them all. He alone has the power to save us from overwhelming tragedy. He alone has the power to silence the howling guilt with his forgiveness. He alone has the power to conquer death. Christ has the last word before all our enemies. This promise, this power, in turn strengthens us to face our enemies with new confidence. I recently experienced this power again about 10 weeks ago when I stood with my siblings alongside my father in intensive care and witnessed his last breath. Because Christ has the last word, I could whisper into my father's ear just before he died, Dad, Jesus is here for you now. He is here to take you to be with him in heaven. And at that moment, we held each other's hands in hope. 
because this enemy, death, has been defeated by Christ. In a word, God is out to get you with his goodness and mercy. Our mighty warrior Christ has conquered all our enemies. Today, stand in that victory. Speak it to others in this predatory environment. Hold on to each other. Stand united in hope. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for your relentless love for us. We thank you for hunting us down with your goodness and with your mercy. We thank you for searching us out and rescuing us with your love and grace. And we thank you that in your Son you have conquered death so that we can always stand in hope. Give us strength this day, and may we speak this hope to each other. We pray in your name. Amen.